0: Holger Danske. In Denmark, close by the Øresund, stands the old castle of Kronborg. Hundreds of ships, English, Russian and Prussian, pass through the sound every day in fire salutes to the old castle. Boom, boom, and the old castle returns their salutes with cannons, for in the language of cannons, boom means good day and thank you. In the winter time, no ships can sail by there, for then the water is frozen right across to the Swedish coast and has quite the appearance of a high road there the danish and swedish flags are streaming in the wind and danes and swedes bid each other good day and thank you not with cannons but with cordial shaking of hands each comes to buy the bread and cake of the other for you know other people's bread and butter tastes better than one's own but the old castle of kronborg is by far the most beautiful sight of all there holger danske is sitting in a deep dark cellar into which nobody can go He is clad in an armor of iron and steel and rests his head on his strong arms. His long beard hangs down over the marble table and has grown through it. He sleeps and dreams, but in his dream he sees all that is going on in Denmark. Every Christmas Eve an angel of God comes to him and tells him that all he has dreamt is true, and that he might go on sleeping as Denmark is in no real danger, but should it ever get into trouble, the old Holger Danske will rise and burst to the table in withdrawing his beard. Then he will strike with his sword, so that a dint of his strokes will be heard through all the countries of the world. An old grandfather was telling all this about Holger Danske to his little grandson, and little boy knew that all his grandfather said was true. While the old man spoke, he busily carved a large wooden figure, intended to represent Holger Danske and to be fixed to the prow of a ship, for he was a carver in wood, that is to say, a man who carves the figures of persons in wood, which are to be fixed to the fronts of ships according to the names they receive. Now he had carved Holger Danske, who was standing there so proudly with his long beard holding his broad sword in one hand while the other rested on the Danish arms. The old man said so much about distinguished Danish men and women that it seemed to his little grandson in the end as if he knew quite as much as Holger Danske, who after all was only dreaming. And when the child was put to bed he thought so much about all he had heard that he pressed his chin against the counterpane, believing he had a long beard which had grown through it. The grandfather went on working. He was carving the last part of the figure, the arms of Denmark. When he had finished and looked at the hole and thought of all he had read and heard of and what he had told his little grandson, he nodded, wiped his spectacles and put them on again, saying... Well, well, Holger Danske will not come in my lifetime, but a little boy there in bed may have a chance of seeing him one day, when there is really need. The old man nodded again. The more he looked at his figure of Holger Danske, the more he was satisfied with his work, it seemed to him to become colored, and the armor to gleam like iron and steel. The hearts in the Danish arms turned more and more red, and the lions with the golden crowns in their heads were leaping. Indeed, there is no more beautiful coat of arms in the world, said the old man. The lions represent strength, the hearts, kindness and love. He looked at the uppermost of the lions and thought of King Canute, who subjected the great England to the Danish throne. The second line reminded him of Waldemar, who united Denmark and conquered the Wendish territories. When he looked at the third line, he thought of Margaret, who united Denmark and Sweden and Norway, When he looked at the red hearts, they seemed to glow more than before. They became flames which moved, and in his mind he followed each of them. The first flame led him into a narrow dark prison, there said a prisoner, a beautiful woman, Eleanor Ulfeld, the daughter of Christian IV, and the flame took the shape of a rose on her bosom, and became one with the heart of this noblest and best of all Danish women. That is a heart indeed in Denmark's arms, said the old grandfather, and his mind followed a second flame far out into the sea, where the cannons roared and smoke enveloped the ships. It fixed itself in the shape of the ribbon of an order to the rest of Hivertfeld, when he blew himself up with his ship in order to save the fleet. The third flame led him through the miserable huts in Greenland, where the missionary Hans Egede ruled in word and deed with love. The flame became a star on his breast. There was another heart of the Danish coat of arms. The old man's mind hastened on in front of the fourth flame. He knew where it would go. In a wretched room of a peasant woman stood Frederick Sixth, and wrote his name with chalk on a beam, The flame was burning on his breast and in his heart, and there, in the peasant room, his heart became a heart of the Danish arms. The old man wiped his eyes, for he had known King Frederick with his silvery locks and honest blue eyes, and loved him. He folded his hands and was silent for a moment. Just then the old man's daughter-in-law entered the room and said, "'It is late. You must go to rest. Supper is ready.' The figure you have carved is very beautiful, Holger Danske, and a whole coat of arms, she continued, I feel as if I have seen this face before. No, it is impossible, said the grandfather, but I have seen it, and I have endeavoured to carve it in wood, as I have kept it in my memory. It was, when the English were in the port, on the memorable 2nd of April, when we gave proof that we were all old Danes. On board to Denmark, where I fought in the squadron of Steenbill, there was a man by my side whom the bull seemed to fear. He merrily sang old songs and fought as if he were more than a man. I remember him still very well, but whence he came and whither he went, nobody knows. I have often thought that he was perhaps Holger Dansk himself, who had swam down from Kronborg in order to help us in the hour of danger. That was my idea, and that is his likeness. And the figure cast a great shadow all over the wall and parts of the ceiling. It seemed as if the real Holger Danske was casting it, for it moved, but this might also have been caused by the flame, which did not burn steadily. And the daughter-in-law kissed the old man and led him to the big easy chair near the table, and there she and the old man's son, who was the father of the little boy in bed, had their supper. The Grandfather spoke of the Danish lines and the Danish hearts, of their strength and kindness. He declared that there existed yet another strength besides that of the sword. He pointed to the shelves filled with old books, where Holberg's comedy stood, which was so much read and is so amusing, it seemed almost as if all the persons of bygone days could be recognized in them he too knew how to strike a blow said the grandfather for he ridiculed as much as he could the follies and prejudices of the people then the father nodded towards the looking-glass where the almanac with the picture of the round tower was hanging and said psycho bri was also a man who made a use of the sword not to cut flesh and bone but to make the path from the sky through the stars more distinct and he whose father belonged to my trade the old woodcarver's son he whom we have often seen with his white curls and broad shoulders he who is also known all over the world he could shape the stone but i can only carve wood Well, well, Olga Danske can appear in many shapes, so that all the world hears of Denmark's strength, let us drink Bertels' health. The little boy in bed saw distinctly the old castle of Kronborg and the Ersunds. The real Olga Danske was sitting deep below with his beard grown to the table and dreaming of all that happens here above. Holger Danske was also dreaming of the humble little room where the woodcarver sat. He heard all that was said and nodded in his dream, saying, Yes, remember me, ye Danish people. Keep me in your memory. I shall return to you in the hour of danger. And outside, before the Kronborg, the bright day shined, the wind carried the sounds of the bugle over from the neighboring country, the ships sailed, by and saluted, boom, boom, and from the Kornburg it echoed, boom, boom. But Holger Danske did not awake. However strong the cannons roared, for it was only good day and thank you. They must fire more strongly if they wish to wake him up. But one day he will wake up, for there is still life in Holger Danske.